Hello and welcome, everyone. You are listening to a special Fennecast episode, and I will be your captain for today, CJ. Alongside, I'm with the social or director of social media, Celia Rose. And with us, we have a very special guest. We have the English voice of Kaede, Daryl Day J. Excuse me, Delphin. Daryl, thank you so much for joining us. This is very exciting. Like, both Celia and I have been super excited to have this interview, and we have so many questions, so many, so many, like, topics to talk about because <laughs> Fena ended like it's just it feels like it went by so quickly I'm sure you probably feel the same way as we do that oh so my fast. god yeah uh hi everyone how are you <laughs> hi my name's Kayede <laughs> and we're twins uh, hi how are you how is everyone <laughs> so I, I love it I think the biggest thing that we and I'm sure our listeners would like to know is of course. what was it what was it like when you got the notice that you were gonna be voicing Kaede? Um no, so uh getting finding out I was cast, I was first and foremost, confusion. <laughs> <laughs> because um so I had auditioned for this months ago, uh months before getting it under the name PP, and I was like I don't know what this is. <laughs> I'm just going to audition this. And then as most other voice actors will say, they'll just send it off and forget about it. I genuinely forgot about it. So I got, I think we confirmed this with some of the other cast members. We got two emails. The first one um, I got said, uh, how very exciting. We can't wait to have you on the show. Um, oh gosh, I don't remember. But it was something very like, odd is like i'm glad we're glad to have you on pirate princess and i went what <laughs> excuse me i what um and then i got another email that also said out of order <laughs> um you've been cast as kaede in pirate princess but most emails i get were are a little bit more structured like maybe they'll have a logo at the bottom um or something like that but this one just didn't look like anything i didn't know what to make of it i was like maybe someone got a hold of my email and just sent me some like spam or a joke that i had booked something uh <laughs> and i just kind of stared at it for a little bit i'm like yeah i don't i don't know what this is <laughs> so later on i got another formal email basically saying hi you've been casting Kaede. And I was like, okay, I've gotten three emails in a row. This is not wh what's going on. <laughs> Another one asking for availability and I like kind of just um, replies like, yeah, this is my availability. Uh, we'll record uh, starting, I believe it was like next week or something like that. And then I think I finally got in the booth with Michael Center Nicholas and they queued it up on screen and I went, it's this show! <laughs> Because we only got pictures of, like, Kaede and Enju and, uh, well, I only got the male characters. I didn't get to see any of the female characters. I didn't see Karin. I didn't see Fena. And so when I looked at it, I was like, oh, oh, my God, it's the, hold up. <laughs> I forgot all about this. Um, that was a very interesting experience. But finally getting in there and, like, being the ridiculous, like, hold on, I need to listen to my audition again. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is just my normal stupid voice. Let's do it. <laughs> um, Kaede is a, a voice that I had been doing for a very long time, just never to a character. It was just kind of my um, 
rambunctious, childish uh, voice, for lack of a better term. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and I'm, I'm really glad that I got to put it to him because I was just like, all right, I'm going to send off this dish audition and never think about it. And sure enough, <laughs> there it is. So with how kind of energetic your character is, like, and as energetic as his twin was too with Enju, what was it like watching uh, the performances kind of come together between you and Brandon, uh, considering just like the obvious chemistry that you could hear as well as how much uh, your voices did sound very similar. Uh, oh, I think man. that was really a nice touch that uh, could not have been easy. Yeah, 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 no. So it's, that's actually really crazy to me. So uh, a little bit more backstory. I also didn't know who else was on the cast just yet uh, when I first like got it. It wasn't until like maybe a couple days before my or my first recording session that we found out the rest of the cast. And um it was just on, the, on this Excel sheet, and I saw Brandon's name, and I went, oh, "He's my twin." All right, you know what? I'm not gonna say anything. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna wait for him to send me a message, <laughs> um, and and then we'll go from there. So I recorded. I recorded before him, and I don't know whether or not he saw my name before or after or heard me maybe, but it was. Uh, oh, no, no, that's right. It was right before his recording session. I got two gifts from him of Hulk Hogan uh, ripping off his shirt saying, Brother! <laughs> uh, and it might have been the Spider-Man. Uh, oh, they're looking at each other. At each other. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, I think it was that. Oh, gosh, I have to I have to look back on that because that, that made me laugh so much. Um, and I, I remember I was out shopping for something and my hands were full and I like voice talked into like, hey, my hands are full, but I'll respond properly in a sec. <laughs> Wait a couple of minutes. Uh, and we we've been waiting to like be on something together for a really long time. Um, so I'm really happy that we are able to like do it. Brandon is like a brother to me, even before Fena. Um, we've we've gone through a lot together. And so um, just to be his like on-screen brother, that's so cool to me. Um, also, it's funny that you mentioned how close our voices are because never once before Fena have I even thought that our voices like sounded similar. It, I, re- I remember um, there was, a, so he is the voice of Zed in Disgaea, right? And I auditioned for that game as well, uh, this guy six. And when I did it, I just did, it was something very, very similar to Brandon's. So when I heard Brandon in the trailer, like upon release or uh, upon announcement, I went, it's, that's exactly what I did. What in the world? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. And this is way before Fena too. So when Fena happened and I like saw our names in the cast and then I finally heard him in a session, I went, oh, oh, we really do sound similar. I've never even thought that ever. Mm. <laughs> um, oh man. But getting to play off of his his playful energy as well has been amazing. I could not have asked for a better uh, anime brother, uh, anime twin. Recording for that has been 
ridiculous trying to differentiate ourselves from each other um trying to notice like things like earrings and like uh colors of our outfits and boot sizes and all the other random like little things um Brendan and I have talked about a lot. It's like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know which one is which. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's it's been fantastic. <laughs> I know that was something that Celia definitely was curious about because like, I know we all had trouble, especially like when we were wanting to tweet out about the two brothers. It's like, wait, which one? <laughs> which one? <laughs> oh yeah, I went actually, when I would try to find things, when I wanted to tweet about the twins, I would go back to their character sheets that were released uh -huh. by the Japanese account and be like, okay, that's the one I'm looking for. I need to watch <laughs> for the twin with his hair parted to the right with the earring on the left side. Like just any sort of visual cue to make sure I didn't mess it up. Listen, here's some trivia for you. Um, and I had talked to uh, Stephanie and Michael about this. So this is not news, well, it was news. Uh, you're not the only one. Don't feel bad if you ever get confused because we got it confused. So in the episode where um, uh, Fen is like, I want you to teach me how to use a weapon. That's my Brittany Cox impression. Um, <laughs> We're getting a lot of impressions <laughs> on these. <laughs> uh, so the, the one that's teaching her the bow staff is Kaede. But when you see it on screen, it's actually Brandon, so they messed it up, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. It's so funny, because as I was watching the episode live with you guys, I was looking, and I went, oh, it's Kaede. And he did, ha, <laughs> And I went, that's not me. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's so funny. So I've always talked, I have talked about that. There is one mix-up in the and that is the mix-up i'm not sure if there's any others and i i don't think there is but that's the only mix-up i'm aware of and thankfully there's no talking so it's just efforts so we can get away with it um but that is the only mix-up as far as i can tell between the twins oh my god that's so so like celia don't feel bad it isn't just us <laughs> oh, yeah. I, feel, I feel so much better knowing that even people who are actually working on it got, got you guys mixed up at one point oh yeah, yeah there was there was definitely a lot of that in like the first couple uh episodes uh for the first three episodes michael center nicholas was directing me and like for the majority of the series with the exception of i think the last two um which was michael again uh it was stephanie and for the first three episodes michael and i would like get to a part and go wait is that kaede hold on <laughs> wait for him to scrub through no i i think yeah, yeah no no that's that's kaede that's kaede Okay, we're good. We're good. <laughs> like, sure, because I just met these characters. I also don't know what they look like. Oh my gosh, that Jesus. was so funny. And you'd think COVID was the biggest uh, trouble to kind of be able to record these things. Oh my gosh. I've never thought. I, it's never like occurred to me how difficult recording for twins is. Uh, especially in like the scenes where Brandon and I kind of have to match sync. Um, I'm thinking specifically of the scene where uh, they have their hair down and they're like looking at everyone. They're like, we're going to rescue Yukimaru and Fena. That scene took forever for me for whatever reason to like match with him because like, uh, so it would play back in my headphones. Right. And I'd like, I would just try to match the music and I'm like, Oh, 
why is this so hard for me? I don't understand. Uh, just matching just his energy plus, you know, the musicality of like his read. I was like, oh my gosh, we're twins. We can do this. <laughs> it seems that uh, you definitely enjoyed being a part of this project, which is awesome. And I have to ask like, what were some of the moments that really grabbed you with Kaede? I know for myself was one of my favorite scenes from the series was back in episode two, when both the twins are with Fena, when they're trying to get uh, information about the stone and the store clerk was kind of like, Oh, maybe a night with Fena, I will give you what you want. And both of you are like, that's our captain. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, I was curious uh, what kind of moments throughout the series that you really enjoyed um, being a part of with Kaede. So that scene specifically, um, there, I have a lot of favorite moments. My favorite lines, as far as that goes, is like, so that scene with that scene with the store clerk. Um, that was one of the very first things that we got, and uh, my favorite line, as far as I'm concerned, is "You pervert!" <laughs> <laughs> and for some reason, that stuck with me. So every session before. I would go in, I would yell that to myself before I would like get on the microphone because that just got me back into voice and nothing else for whatever reason, it's you pervert. I could say any other line and it wouldn't like stick, but you pervert for some reason is like, yep, that's Kaede's voice. Cool. All right. Now let's uh, stay in this for two to four hours and you know, let's get through the rest of the session. Um, I really enjoyed, um, the first fight scene that we had together um, before uh, Yukimaru saves our butts. <laughs> I thought that was so cool. Um, especially because, you know, these are the like really the, the first fight scene you see in the show. Um, uh, seeing how agile like Kaede and Enju really are. Um, and I like for anyone that knows me, like outside of anime, I love Power Rangers. I, I love martial arts. I love all that stuff. So choreography is a huge thing for me. So getting to see like Kaede dip in, duck from the hammer, and like jump up and do that like uh, spin kick into uh, I forget the character's name, but into her face and into a wall. I was like, oh, That's oh, Mary, right, 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 the Rumble Rose with Mary, right? Yeah, uh, no, no, no. It, well, Mary fought. Enju, uh, and I fought. What's her name with the hammer? I don't recall her name. Oh, uh, it's not Charlotte, because that was no. It's the it's the French pirate, isn't it? Doesn't it's she have the, the hammer? No, no, no. She. Oh gosh, I'm such a bad cast member. She's <laughs> she she's wearing like this like beige red, uh, looking outfit. Um. No, I don't know. Oh, um, man, no, I'm I'm drawing a blank because I remember Mary and Charlotte from them. Their designs like really stood out to me from the Rumble yeah. Roses and O'Malley, of course. Oh yes, of course. Oof, O'Malley. Anyway. <laughs> uh yeah, no, no, no. Like just watching Kaede duck in and just do his thing. I was like, that's so cool. I kind of I almost wish there was more dialogue there, but I almost I I'm like, no, Kaede. He stays a little bit more silent, you know, when he's fighting, which is proven wrong every time he yells, too many, Makaba! And then, you know, Makaba comes in and, like, F shit up. Um, <laughs> 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 but, 
but yeah, no, that's definitely one of my favorite moments, like the episode in Barbaral. Um, oh man, there's so many little moments. <laughs> yeah, so, like, oh, Kaede, that's so much. I remember looking over like halfway through the recording process with Alan, and we were looking at our lines and going, "Oh my God, Kaede has so many lines." <laughs> what are all they? I don't understand. Because <laughs> we can see how many lines we have prior to recording. Um, and I was like, oh my God, Enju and Kaede have more. Oh my God, Kaede even has more than Enju. Ah. <laughs> it was fun. Uh, I have so many moments, but that's probably my favorite moment, just to be so in sync with Brandon during this fight scene. And being such a fan of fight choreography, I have to ask, since you've obviously <laughs> seen all of uh, Fenapire Princess, that fight between Yukimaru and Abel, I Woo! love seeing like someone with that a sword versus good. someone with a gun. Like it's so oh. silky smooth. Never bring a gun to an anime sword fight. Never. Oh. Never, ever, ever. <laughs> but it looks so sweet the way he dodged some of Yukimaru's like attempts too at the start and still like fired off the pistol. Oh, it was so beautiful. You know, if I had to like dock like Fena for like anything and be and like dock points for me, is that I wanted so much more like fight choreography just from all of them in general. Um, and so that scene with Abel and Yukimaru is such a tease because <laughs> it shows you exactly what they could have done with more time, with more episodes, or whatever it may have been. And I'm just like, this is beautiful. I love this. <laughs> It was it was really good. It was so good. Uh, and and I do agree, too, where it's like it would have been great to have more fighting scenes in and fight choreography, as you're saying. I do think that because there weren't as many, it made them so much more memorable, too. Oh. Like the fight with the or the pretty much uh, the Rumble Rose pirate ship getting destroyed. Oh, my God. I wish I wish I recorded the noise that left my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, again, I'm sure all of them have told you, like whoever you have like interviewed so far, Nick and Brittany, right? Yeah, I believe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, we only see what we record generally, and so I had no idea they were going to eat it. Absolutely no clue. Um, I'm also like, and it's probably very true in Kayane nature. You never want to take me to the movies. I will ruin it for everyone. <laughs> um. When stuff like, I don't know, Jurassic World, Jurassic Park happens and someone gets eaten, you have me going, Whoa! Oh my God! <laughs> oh my. That's me. So when you see the Rumble Rose getting just obliterated, that one single shot, I can't, I don't even know if I could recreate the noise I made. <laughs> <laughs> that was just this like, <gasps> I can't believe <laughs> no, we must keep that alive. If anything, <laughs> the hope alive. Uh, um, that's and I do agree. Just like how spectacular, and it, it seems like the thing that really speaks to me when like talking with cast members and anyone with it is like they really enjoyed seeing scenes that they weren't even a part of, and like okay. in a lot of, and both Nick and Brittany would mention how. Uh, even if they weren't cast in Fena, they'd probably be watching it. You know, like, it's just, it's amazing how much the show uh, really seemed to garner attention with 
those in the industry so far too because i think it was even celia who mentioned how keith silverstein when he was cast as k he saw his episodes he's like oh i should have been watching this show this is really good <laughs> it's like yes yeah <laughs> No, yeah. Oh, I'm so glad that Keith was a part of this show. I've known Keith for so long, and like, even like having him here in the show with me is like, oh, I'm such a fanboy. This is so cool. Yes, um, <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh man, this whole uh, God, just the anime itself. Like, if I took myself away from it, I don't know who they would have cast on Kaya Day. They probably would have done an incredible job um what was, what was i gonna say oh i lost my train of thought oh yeah no this anime is spectacular um it, even if you like took me away cast someone else's kind of whatever like this is such a beautiful anime and, and it's so well written the the humor the the interactions are on point all of the characters are super lovable and like i i forgot who i was talking with um, it might have just been another friend, but I was like, you know, compared to like Yuki Maru and Fena, the rest of the cast members have such little screen time as far as like, you know, their interactions with each other. But those little interactions, I feel like I know them so well already. And that it, if that doesn't speak for like the level of like interaction and writing that they have in here, I don't know what does. Um, like Makaba, so I remember in uh, Director Nakazawa's letter to Thomas. He's like, I'm sorry that I didn't get to give um, uh, Makaba more lines, but you are Makaba. And I was wondering for a long time, I was like, what did he mean by that exactly? Um, and so, you know, finally finishing the series, like, wow, yeah, Makaba talks so little, and yet I feel like I know him so well. And I love that. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. He's definitely that character that I feel like if he talked more, it wouldn't mean as much. Because you know that whatever he says is going to hit, right? Hmm. So when he opens his mouth, it's like he just has wisdom just comes exactly. right out. And if he were any other way, I don't think it would be as impactful. Exactly. I And I think that just speaks volumes about, like, this anime. Um, I just wish that, like, it got more, maybe more time or whatever it needed to, like, uh, garner even more attention. Because, like, oh, my gosh, I want everyone to watch the show. <laughs> Well, they're going to get more chances uh, with the marathon coming with up. marathon! Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, and I think you're really hitting on what, I think something that both Celia and I really noticed that hasn't really happened on Toonami for a little bit, how it seemed like such an event to watch every episode as a premiere. And oh, Celia no. can speak more to it than I can, but um, there was just, it seemed like there was a lot of interaction between both cast and fans with uh, Toonami fan accounts and fans, just and just fans with fans. Like, I think with how anime is consumed, at least nowadays, like, everything's so fast-paced that oh, things yeah. could be left in the dust and might not even be discovered, or it's just too fast, you can't keep up with the conversation. But here, it's just like you have a set time, set place, and it's just one episode, and just, it really felt like the camaraderie for everyone to see this series was more authentic than, say, like, a marketing strategy. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. Um, it, it's so weird because I've talked about this with, like, a couple other people that, like, oh, man, if you want to watch the English dub, you have to stay awake until midnight or nine if you live in the, the West Coast. And I'm very jealous about that. 
<laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, you know, but if you want to watch it in Japanese, you just have to, like, you know, wait to watch it on Crunchyroll. And then if you wanted to rewatch it, you could just hit the replay button. You didn't have to just wait for a rerun or something like that. Um, but I think that's also what made it so special is that it was, like, this one-time thing. You know, you watched it that... Um, on air with everyone else and that was it you know um hopefully it comes to like a streaming service like like crunchyroll um proper um but i digress we'll we'll, we'll get there when we get there i suppose <laughs> um just watching every single week and maki uh, our producer is such a big like um i'm losing the word that i want testament to like how interactive um the cast and the crew was with like everyone um because i've never worked with like a producer that was so open with the fans like that like i believe someone asked like what kaede and enju's shoe sizes were and she like came back a couple days later with an answer i'm like what <laughs> that's awesome like you were able to get that for you know, the Twitter community and for the rest of us and, you know, for whatever wiki, Fena fanfic wiki is out there, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like, that's so cool. Like, just the level of interaction and the camaraderie with everyone every single week just was insane. Um, I Every time I would live tweet, I had to be on my laptop and I always had three tabs open. My one that I was tweeting on, one with my notifications and then one following the hashtags. Um, and just going through the hashtags every single week, it just made my heart so happy. Just like everyone watching at the same time, having just genuine reactions, um, all the videos, just everything. It was so cool. Um, that was definitely one of the big advantages of having this, like, be a weekly, um, showing. And I love that. I, I love that so much. Yeah, I totally agree. Because I remember when anime was on TV a lot more often when I was younger, like in middle school. And you could talk to people online about it, but just because of the way that internet worked and the way social media was at that time with like forums, it wasn't necessarily in real time. So it's so special that people got to experience this original story, you know, an original anime already have a magic of their own. Right. But we all got to experience it together, even though we weren't even in the same room. Exactly. Oh my gosh, you bring up a very good point. This is an original anime. No one knew what was happening. Yeah. Uh, we even we didn't know what was happening. The Rumble Rose game below part blew my mind. Like, that's so cool that we all got to like literally sit <laughs> in the uh metaphorical same room and, and just watch it all happen together. And I think that's so awesome. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> That's what Toonami's known for. I mean, a lot of people have the same shared experience when you, like, look at um, when it aired, like, on Saturdays back on his Cartoon Network days and same yeah. when it was on weekdays, too. Like, everyone has those, like, similar memories and stuff, and it's just, it's nice to see Fena kind of continue that trend, especially mm -hmm. with how much it really seemed to blow up. How did it How did it feel to you knowing that something that you're prominently on was getting so much attention, both online, word of mouth, tell it, like, everything? There's... Everything seemed to be coming up Fena Pirate Princess, and you're a part of that. You know, like, what is, how do you take it all in uh, knowing that type of fact? Well, it was a little weird. Um, 
<laughs> I my life has very much become revolved around the streaming of like Funimation and Netflix and you know all that stuff. I don't have cable myself. Um and so I was kind of like using a friend's um Hulu live account in order to watch um whatever I needed to like, you know, whenever I needed to watch Fena. And uh I even growing up, uh I didn't have like cable really. I had Toonami when it was still like G Gundam and I believe it was the era of like Ronin Knights. Oh, Ronin Warriors. Warriors. Yeah, 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 Ronin Warriors. And gosh, I don't remember. It it was like around that era. And then like parents cut it off and whatever. Anyway, (laughs) um, so getting to know that was on Toonami, my very first thing was, oh, crap, how do I watch this? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Do I really have to pay for cable now? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Um, Thankfully, I was able to, like, get it off and just, you know, watch every every Saturday to Sunday night. Um, But being on a network uh, like Toonami is really, one, nostalgic for me because, you know, that's how I grew up. You know, you didn't get to watch that streaming, got to watch that live. Um, And you... Like, being on Cartoon Network at all, like, just being on that channel, it's just like, wow, I, I did it. I'm on Cartoon Network. And it's really cool. It, it's, it is really cool to, to think about that, like, someone out there, you guys, other people, fans, maybe a kid that's just stayed up against their parents' wishes, stayed up to watch Fena every single Saturday. That's that makes me really happy. I mean, listen to your parents and go to sleep, but like <laughs> that makes me really happy that you know our presence on your screen inspired you to watch and that that's incredible. Um you know, it it, it does sting a little because so my parents, I'm Asian guys. And I don't know. <laughs> so, my parents are the kind of people that like I should have been like a nurse. I should have been a lawyer. So whatever. I feel like showing them because they don't have cable either. They they've switched over to like YouTube TV and junk like that. I needed to show them physically. It's like, hey, look, this is what I've done. So that way I can prove to them, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm an actor. I'm making money, but I right. can't even show it to them because it airs at midnight every single night. Oh, no. <laughs> I like ah. Anyway, that's a whole other tangent I can go. <laughs> no, that's that's fair. I uh, being a, a Jewish, I I know exactly what you mean on that part of it. <laughs> uh, but that's really awesome to hear. It's really good. Um, you know, it's just it's very awesome for those of us on the outside to see the cast kind of be just as pumped about it as we are to be just you know just excited about it because. I don't know. You don't you don't see it as constant or as um, consistent as you would for My Hero Academia or uh, Black Clover or, you know, all these other shows, because it's not necessarily like Toonami's own. Like this is Toonami's own show. It's their Fena, you know, and it's just I think it has to speak volumes that not only did the buzz around the show continue to grow you know like a rolling stone collects no moss and this it was just collecting nothing but moss it just kept <laughs> growing up more and more and it's just i think it speaks a volume to how 
the series itself was constructed because you mentioned before about how we seem to know so much about these characters even if they didn't say as much and you're right because both Celia and I would say this is a character driven series it is not a story driven one yes we had story elements and plots you know Benna finding out where Eden is you know Abel's backstory with Helena but it was about Fena, Yukimaru, Abel, Shitan, you know, like all of them, yeah, yeah. goblin pirates, all of them. It's just, it was us getting to be attached to them more so than what they were doing, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think like if you took out a lot of like the plot points as far as like the Observer, for example, and, and just like remove spoilers, by the way, if you took out like the Observer or whatever, you know, and just like left in the characters, you know, I'm sure like just the characters themselves would have figured out what to do. That's how driven, you know, uh, and and how character centric this show was. Um, it, it it is incredible. Um, just like thinking about like how how much I know these characters without having them speak as much as they probably you know would in other anime, you know. Exactly, and you know it's just it's it's a testament to how. I think both production IG and, you know, the production committee kind of really decided to take a different approach and I'm very thankful for it. I know, I know others might be a little bit, um, I I don't want to say like miffed, but more so in a sense of like, they probably needed a little more of the story to give us a better or give them a better foundation to understand. But I I really do appreciate what Fena tried to do. And like me personally, I'm wasn't the hugest fan of the observer type of, element added in i've never I got you i've never <laughs> been a fan of like by the like and I, i've mentioned this on like other podcasts and other you know stuff i was just like all of a sudden it's just like hey by the way i'm god you know it's like wait what <laughs> it's 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 one of those kind of things where it's just like it's a it's very hard to see me stick that landing it can be done i remember um oh i forget the movie it was with jim carrey and um someone else um uh God, someone else who was God and basically gave Bruce Almighty. Oh, it was Bruce, Bruce Almighty. Yes. Yeah. Like, like I was blanking on the name too. And it's like that, <laughs> that. that worked. It, it actually worked. So it's not as if it's never something that can work. It just, it takes a little bit for me to kind of get into that type of stuff. And honestly, I kind of just wanted to see more of Bena Yuki Maru. I mean, that that love element was just too good. <laughs> so No, but, of course. I completely understand. Listen, the Observer thing, blindsided me too that whole the those whole last three episodes i had no idea what was happening like because as far as i was i was aware everyone was in the vault uh cave fighting it out um you know over the gold and trying to get out alive and i remember kaede yelling oh no it's caving in everyone run something like that i forget what his line was but that was the extent of my knowledge and so I was like, what? Hold on. God, <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> I remember the very first time um, Fena had that first vision in like, it might have been episode four or something like right, that, where yeah, she's like yeah. standing kind of diagonally. And I said to myself, I was like, this is very Gurren Laga and Evangelion. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know if like, if like Kazuto Nakazawa was like, was interviewed and what said yep that's a direct like uh reference to like evangelion or, or something like that i would believe it you know uh and so like i just recently watched ava 
I had never seen it before. Oh, and so when, <laughs> yeah, someone to talk to with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So like <laughs> that scene at the very end where we're like, you just got to believe in yourself. You can do it. You're a fearless leader. Um, I recorded that and I like said to Michael, I went, this is very Evangelion. Is that intentional? It totally I, is, where they, like, go to the blank space with, like, no boundaries, and she sees the people that she knows, and she's talking to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. so weird, because, like, I, yeah, I asked him, I was like, hey, is this, is that intentional? And he goes, I heard this, because I couldn't see him, I heard this audible shrug of his shoulders going, mm, what is that supposed to mean? <laughs> and he goes, moving on. I was like, no, 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 don't move on. <laughs> What what is happening right now? I guess you'll have to wait for this this Saturday, Michael. Please, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> um, only for me to see it happen and go, what? <laughs> what is happening? Why is Kaede dead? I don't understand. <laughs> so well, many questions. Well, trust me, we, we have just as many, too. But hopefully, maybe we could get a season two. I know Maki's like, I'm on it. I'm working on oh it. Oh, my gosh. Fingers crossed. I, and I, I really do mean it when I reply to, like, people is like, trust me, we know as much as you do. Mm-hmm. Like, I man, I don't know if we're going to get a second season. And I really hope we do. One, just because I would love to see their characters even more fleshed out than they already are. And I would love to see them uh, go on a new adventure. I was telling another friend that was like, this series ends in an almost Disney kind of way, uh, where like, if they were to make Frozen 1, for example, and just end it there, and no more Frozen 2, no more Frozen whatever, no one would bat an eye. You know, people would kind of look, oh no, come on, Frozen 2, but that's it, that's the end of the story. And I feel like that's how Fena ends. And it's exactly the same way where they could just be like, yep, we're gonna go on a new adventure, maybe the old Fena, um, the other, the memories is embodied in another thing. And now we all have to go save other Fena. And instead, I'm, I'm coming up with a plot on the fly. Um, <laughs> and then we save this Fena, the one that with the memories intact, and then the right, the Fena, black hair Fena, and then they become twins themselves. Now we have two Fena. I don't know. <laughs> I'm coming up with nonsense but i'm like you could totally just do whatever in in a way that like yeah i feel like if if ends in a very disney kind of way where it's like this feels very finite but now we can do more you know right i agree it feels like the arc is concluded but there's more you can do yeah you know especially when you consider all the supernatural elements that are added throughout the season and like the historical references to like different mythological like things in mythology and folklore like you could totally keep going on that because there's so many stories in the world that you could continue to pull from and the maidens haven't gone away as far as we know like yeah, yeah, they even yeah. encouraged her they're like by the way you have to continue the bloodline for the next maiden to be born so it, yeah. it can it can keep going so hopefully you guys get a season two i'd be really excited to see what <laughs> happens next Oh man, we'd get a love triangle with Yuki Marmi like, no, I'm the king instead of this actual king. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh, um, but Daryl, that's pretty much all my questions. Celia, do you, is there anything else you'd want to add? 
Yes. Um, so I noticed because I live tweet on Tsunami every Saturday. Of course. I noticed that uh, from time to time you tweet about Black Clover. So are there any other shows besides <laughs> Fena that you're enjoying on Tsunami right now? <laughs> uh, well, to be perfectly honest, I do enjoy Black Clover and My Hero and all the other shows. But as soon as Fena ends, I'm like, well, time to go to sleep. Turn off. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I can I can say with certain as certainty that I know you like Food Wars. I okay. So here's the thing. I like certain characters. Yeah. But I've never seen Food Wars. It is on my list of things I definitely need to watch, and I have seen clips of it, and I'm like, wow. I'm going to love this show when I eventually start it. <laughs> Pretty much the clips is all is all it is. It's just that kind of <laughs> <laughs> um, I, it, It's become a running joke um, between me and uh, another actor, um, Aiden Rudd, and basically every other actor is like, I watch anime and nothing else. So, like, Aiden Rudd will talk about, like, sports or something, and I'll look at him and go, what anime is that? I've never... <laughs> I oh, feel, that it's like, I, I feel 21. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, you know, I, gosh, I really do watch anime and nothing else. So we'll get to it. I, I will. Um, Black Clover, I, I have very mixed emotions about the storytelling style of Black Clover um, and how it's like directly trans, um, taken from the manga, pacing and all, and just put in like, anime format eh, not my favorite thing in the world but it definitely kind of figured itself near the end and by the end of it i went this is what i've wanted all along why was the rest of the show like this oh man this understand. is warming my heart so much i love black clover <laughs> so much like yeah, there's there's so much of that show where like oh, gosh the episode where asta loses use of his arms yeah um and i'm like Oh my god! I remember telling everyone I knew. I was like, guys, I know it's Shonen, whatever. Guys, he, there's finally consequences in the show. He's not gonna be able to use his arms anymore. He's gonna be like Deku, sort of, kinda, but <laughs> actually handicapped. And then he gets it back, like literally the next episode. And I just kind yeah. of stared at the screen and just went, "Are you kidding me? <laughs> That's it." <laughs> I was so mad. I was so peeved that, like, that was it. And then Fogolion got introduced and then immediately got murked. And I went, you are the first character I haven't immediately hated. Why is he dead? Already? <laughs> <laughs> He's not dead. But, like, he was gone for a good chunk because he was so heavily injured by whatever it was. I forget. Yeah. And I'm just like, why? I liked him. <laughs> There's... I have so many moments of like, I mean, I, I, I'm a very big fan of it. So like there, there are uh, some different reactions on that part, but it's just, of oh man, does it just warms my heart hearing how it's like, cause uh, Celia will tell you, I cried when it finally ended its run on Toonami. I, I, it's like almost four years and it's like, ah, oh, it, it didn't feel like four years at all. No, it really didn't, I, you know, it's it ended so like you know you know how it ends i like i remember because i was watching that on my phone and it ended and funimation didn't give me the option to, for the next episode and i kind of just stared at my screen going what is that no 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 that's not the last episode is it 
<laughs> Looked it up. Oh my god, that was the end? You can't end like that! I know. Oh! I know. <laughs> it gave me such birth by sleep uh, vibes that for the ending. And I'm just like, I need that. I need that sequel coming out. I, uh, I loved it so much. But uh, I will say, too, we definitely always enjoy your commentary when we happen to come across it during our feed during Toonami. It's I know for a fact it's like honestly every cast member for it has been like our favorite you know we've seen some wonderful wonderful stuff but the energetic that we obviously are seeing in this interview is it's just like it <laughs> obviously translates really well on social media as well because it's just it, it's yeah. it's pretty much what anyone should expect i want yeah no i want everyone hearing this to know that what i'm typing on social media is exactly what's happening here <laughs> <laughs> i i there is no, <laughs> I don't know how well um, it translates to someone who has never met me um, or interacted with me. But man, I am at 100 all the time. And I'm sure it'll get annoying to some people, but I'm like this all the time. <laughs> we appreciate it. We we love the enthusiasm. It's I, wonderful. Yes. Like we, we honestly want more of that. I mean, we have someone like myself who's very just like monotone and very kind of tied down. I wouldn't say that at all. <laughs> but um, I, I, I greatly appreciate the type of uh, enthusiasm and energy for these types of things because it, it, it translates. It, it, it really does. You can't, you, I don't think you can hide that. You can hide like optimism, but I don't think you can hide the, the type of enthusiasm that obviously <laughs> you're kind of showing. But yeah, I mean... It, Daryl, I can't thank you enough for taking the time to talk with us for this special Fenicast episode. And for those who might be listening, tell them where they could maybe follow you. And maybe if there's something you can talk about that they should check out that you're in. Man, I, yeah, all right. So for any of you guys unfamiliar with me and my social medias, you can find me on any of my socials at Daryl J. Delphin on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. I also stream on Twitch time and again. I do apologize. It is very sporadic. It's when I find time, uh, I kind of just sit at my computer and go, hmm, I have a couple hours. All right, let's go live. Uh, <laughs> um, I am trying to do more conventions now that things are a little bit more open. Um, I can't really talk about anything else. I am working on something right now. Uh, oh, no, it's done. I... Right before this interview, uh, I had my last session for a show. So it should be coming out soon, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I guess that's my... <laughs> there you go. Look out for whatever that is. <laughs> and if you haven't already, check out Fena Pirate Princess. That's yes, Konami. please. Please, please, please. Um, uh, it's... it's... A lot of a lot of people seem to like it, so I mean, I think it's a pretty good show. I don't, I don't it's know. A pretty good show. A little bit, a little bit. But uh, Daryl, thank you again so much for taking the time to talk to us. It was a wonderful time speaking with you about this, and we absolutely love uh, being able to talk Fenipire Princess, especially with cast members and crew. You know, we like this inside, you know, behind the scenes kind of stuff. It's it's what we live to kind of learn here. It's it's yeah, always yeah, wonderful. Yeah. So thank you again so much for talking with us. Of course. 
And on that note, we are going to pull up our anchor. We're going to sail on off. And thank you again so much for listening. And hopefully we'll have some more Fena special episodes, some Fena cast episodes. We'll have to tune in to keep, keep uh, updated on those types of things. But in the meantime, thank you so much for listening. Bye, everyone. <laughs>